Welcome to Ask the Accountant, the podcast that is made for you. Weekly podcast live Mondays from 8.30 a.m., released on the podcast service of your choice on Wednesdays. Your main weekly hosts, Aaron Patrick and Johan Zari. Got something to ask? Submit your questions below or ask during the show. Podcast loading. We are currently getting everything set up behind the scenes. So sit back, relax, and we will be with you in a few seconds. Enjoy. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Ask the Accountant. It is 8.30 on the 8th of May, 2023, and I am here, as always, on a Monday morning with Mr. Aaron Patrick. Aaron, how are you? How was your weekend? I am great. Thank you very much. It's good to see you all. It's good to be here. Um, I see you've had an eventful weekend, haven't you? Well, your dad's had an eventful weekend. My dad's had an eventful weekend. <laughs> that way around. Yeah, yeah. Mean, you've got to tell everyone this. This is amazing. Yeah, so uh, my dad was at the coronation for the king. He was in Westminster Abbey, and he literally had a front row seat, as it turns out, next to uh, the unknown soldier's grave. So he was in touching distance of the king and uh, the rest of the royal family as they came through. Um, so he had a fantastic weekend uh, watching a bit of history in the making, um, regardless of whether you're a royalist or not. Um, yeah, very, very nice weekend for him um, being able to watch that. And the rest of the family spent the day playing Spot Dad on TV. Unfortunately, <laughs> it was a lot easier than we any of us anticipated because he was in every shot, everyone walking in and out of the old abbey. Um, but yeah, so he had a fantastic weekend and then... It's just been wet and miserable in Scotland all weekend, so I've just had a quiet, chilled weekend myself. Did you get a chance to speak to Kate Perry at all, or no? <laughs> no, he. So they they got up at like four o'clock in the morning on Saturday, got the train in, went to the Abbey, and then went home again. Nice. So, um, but yeah, he's a uh, very much a lifetime memory made there. I can imagine, yeah. I mean, that's that's huge, isn't it? Absolutely wicked. Um, so, yeah. So, Aaron, what's going on this week? Anything new? Anything busy? It's quite a week, isn't it? Quite a week, isn't it? Yeah. I think we've got to head over to London for a little show or something called Countex, is it? I think that's how you call it. So uh, Yeah, it sounds yeah. familiar. Like, yeah. four days in London. Can't wait. Um, <laughs> that is going to be a big one, isn't it? I mean, we've... We were talking off air about kind of um, what's been announced and stuff. And I think this is going to be a really, really impressive account text. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, love announcements. So keep us busy, keep us entertained. Uh, we're doing a lot of uh, events while we're there anyway. We've got a lot of talking points, et cetera, to, to uh, do. Um, so, yeah, I think this is going to be a, a really big one. And there's some some newer kind of takes on it as well. Where I think previously we've had quite a samey, samey account text. It's kind of been very very kind of same old same old but when you look at what's happening look at the show floor look at you know people taking up much bigger stands than ever before like people like hammock and stuff mm. um, i think it's gonna kind of have a different feel to it this year and it's gonna be really exciting isn't it yeah yeah the fact that hammock have got like a stand the same size as free agent zero quickbooks and sage that's exciting for them um i hope it re- they get the return on investment that they're obviously looking for um but yeah fantastic um I think it's going to be a fantastic two days. Like all the social media hype, I mean, especially on LinkedIn, everyone's excited. Everyone's talking about it from attendees talking about things that they recommend you take if you've not been before through from comfy shoes to battery chargers to bottles for refilling for water to vocal zones or strepsils, whatever your throat pastel of choice is. Uh, there's lots of great tips and advice out there at the moment. Um, Ashley Leeds did some branded shirts, branded t-shirts. Yeah, I mean, you could have an actual. I don't know. He'll get on the screen like a little Countex badge on on the shirt. Oh, ready. look at that! Oh, see, you could have... Was that was that mentioned? Was that <laughs> no? <laughs> um, what was mentioned actually was uh, getting a QR code on like your as a sticker on your Countex badge, so you can. Um, 
So Zoe, I can't remember her surname. Oh, I think it was Zoe. Someone's got a QR badge sticker on their ticket. What have you got there? QR code ready to go on my uh, ready to go on my badge. Oh, very good. <laughs> um, so you can scan it and get people's LinkedIn details and stuff like that. So yeah. Um, well, even Charlie from uh, from Asset, uh, from QuickBooks Labs, hasn't he? He's even invested in QR code technology. Yeah. <laughs> now you know it's from the nineties. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's loads of top tips from attendees telling other new attendees what to expect and stuff. I'm seeing a lot of people on like Facebook groups saying, "Oh, I'm going on, I'm going on my own. It'd be great to meet up if anyone's there." It's such a good networking opportunity for attendees, and then. We've got all of our uh, exhibitors. Um, I don't know about you, Aaron, but I seem to have ended up with three badges. I've yes. got my exhibitor's, badge, yeah. my exhibitor's badge and my speaker's badge. So if I'm making up three of the 9,000 people, I'm not sure how many people are actually going. <laughs> There's actually 3,000 going. <laughs> yeah. Let's do the maths. <laughs> um, but yeah, so because I'm there as a visitor with my own firm, so I signed up for that. QuickBooks have got me there as an exhibitor for their to work on their stand. And then we're both there as speakers as well. Um, so, yeah, it's it's going to be a great two days. And I'm really looking forward to the networking. And also, last year, I, don't, I didn't feel like anything new got announced. Yeah, it was a weird one last year, wasn't it? It was very much... Was, I think we were just all very grateful to be there. I think that was yes. the underlying thing, wasn't it, last year? Yeah, whereas this year, there's so many companies out there, and we're going to go into some of them in a bit, that are saying, come to our stand, we've got something new to look at. So, you know, I mean, the overriding theme, like, generally when you go to Accountex, you get a feel by looking at the supplier, at the the exhibitors, what the themes are. Yeah, yeah. In previous years, like last year, cryptocurrency was bloody everywhere. I don't it's think it will be this year, then, wasn't it? That was the two. Yeah, it hadn't collapsed everywhere. R and D, outsourcing, outsourcing in general. You know, MTD before that. So mm-hmm. each year for the last few years, there's been kind of an overriding focus. I don't think it's ever intentional. I think it's just this is the theme of conversation in the industry at the moment. Um, so off air, you and I were talking, weren't we, about what's going to be the theme of conversation this time? And it looks like it's going to be AI. Like artificial intelligence is coming up everywhere. And we've just seen two big announcements from practice management tools that we'll talk about in a moment uh, about them plugging into AI. Yeah. We know from QuickBooks Connect in March, they are pulling in AI tools to give insights into your next VAT return or your next tax return, et cetera. So, yeah, I I think AI is going to be the overriding subject of conversation at this year's show. What are your thoughts, Aaron? I think you're right. I mean, we've already seen two big announcements, haven't we? And again, we'll go into them and, and we'll talk about them a lot more. They, they have already said up front that that's going to be what they want to announce at Countex. Um, and I think there's a lot more that haven't shown their cards yet, and they, they, they're keeping them close to their chest. Um, and it makes sense, right? Like, this is going to be, for us, like the next big change. I, I think, you know, MTD was a huge, huge part of our, you know, involvement of software. But I think this is going to be that next big change where we're going to be able to see the power of it. Because one thing I keep reminding and telling people is, like, whoever's played around with ChatGPT or... Microsoft Copilot or Grammarly or whatever solution you're using that's kind of leveraging AI at the moment, that's great. And, and we've all seen great little scenarios of it and, and fantastic tools and fantastic ways we can improve our workflow or, you know, get, get communication out to the wider world or whatever we're using the, you know, the solution for. But we've not really seen it inside our accounting toolbox yet. And I think as soon as we get that in their accounting toolbox, some of the ideas that, that, that have already been muted could completely revolutionize the way that we help our clients. Yeah. Like, I, I'll be honest. I was keeping an eye on AI 
but the use cases I was seeing up until now were very much uh, for people like ourselves as podcasters to summarize a point, an article, or it was to help copywriters and bloggers to generate new articles, etc. It wasn't to do what some of these tools are looking to do. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's the same with anything, isn't it? When there's a new software, it's all about having the imagination to find ways to implement it into your scenario. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so let's have a chat about what we've, what we've heard last week then. Yeah, let's, so, let's, let's listen to the news and then we can give our thoughts on it, can't we? Yeah. So Pixie and Carbon, both practice management tools, made announcements last week that they are going to be plumbing in AI. Both sound fairly similar in the way they want to do it in the first target. So um, Pixie are going to be developing what they call a co-pilot tool. And basically, this tool is there to help you I summarize long emails. So you can just read a summary of that email instead of having to read the whole email. And it's going to help you generate responses to emails. And then it's going to help you with your workflows, etc. So you are saving a bit of time there. Carbon announced a very similar concept. They're going to be plugging in AI into their platform. Now, Carbon's biggest ever first feature was their triage. So they're going to work with AI on their email management as well. And they're going to do the same kind of thing of summarizing emails, helping you reply to emails, helping you rewrite emails so that it's going to be professional, confident, etc. Um so they were the two big announcements that came out. Now, Pixie's announcement is tied into a huge product revamp. Mm. Right? From what I'm hearing from the guys at Pixie on LinkedIn and stuff, it's Pixie 2.0. They are completely revamping. They've been fairly quiet for 12 months, but it looks like they've been very quiet because in the background they have been slaving away at a new product um, and reimagining what the Pixie product is. And this AI is part of that. So, yeah, I, AI in your practice management tool. What are your thoughts there, Aaron? Well, before we talk about AI, I think one of the biggest things that is exciting me is what the practice management space is looking like at the moment. You think about it, you've got Carbon and, and uh, Pixie. Well, Pixie having a whole relaunch. That's amazing for the industry, right? Mm -hmm. um, you've got Carbon going down the AI route as well. You've got new, new kids on the block like yourself coming in and putting innovations in with Client Engager. You've got Bright looking at the whole ecosystem and finally, you know, maybe making that solution where you file an account or file a VAT return and it, that's going to update it automatically, you know, that dream scenario that we've got. And then you've got Sage and QuickBooks and everyone else seeing this and going, right, we need a practice management solution. And we've said from day one, practice management solution is one of the most important bits. We've even had... Chris on, we have cool friends, don't we? Chris Downing, yeah. his number one tip when you're first starting out is to get practice management solution. So seeing it being taken so seriously and seeing the innovations coming into the field, it's great for the whole industry. This is, this is the whole idea where you, you know, all of you guys are going to be bringing out new features and each one's going to be pushing each other. And we're just going to get a better product at the end of it as a consumer is that, you know, as the end user, this is the best scenario for us, and it's yeah. really exciting. When it comes to AI itself, <clears throat> what I'm really excited about is the idea about, yes, you know, chat GPT and all of those things. If you, you know, if you've got some content to write, you know, you were saying on, on LinkedIn how you, you wrote a, a piece of content just using AI, you know, just to play it, see how it went. And we were really impressed with it, weren't you? It was a yeah. great, great result. Like just using it in, in its context of just kind of letting it do its little thing and, you know, put a few prompts in and off it goes is already really impressive. Now we've got a security issue and hope, you know, I, I trust that these guys are going to figure the security issue out because ultimately we're letting this AI to see all of our client data. Yeah. It's all yeah. going to be accessible for them. <clears throat> but once that bit's sorted and once all of that bit's been I now think of the power that that could bring to that, that tool, you know, it's those little things. It's making sure that, you know, the tone of our emails doesn't matter who sends them out are all consistent. So, you know, it doesn't matter what, what Boffix member of teams sends out an email, oh, they're going to go out looking 
quite like, you know, or similar or have a similar tone and everything else, all thanks to the AI. And and just, you know, a lot of people are kind of dismissing this idea that it will create your emails for you and everything else. I don't see that as, you know, cheapening our service or 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 you know making our service less relevant. I see it as an opportunity to really train people. Because you know yourself, like one of the hardest skills we've ever had to do is trying to getting up a profession is writing emails in the first place like that's not taught at school that's not a you know that's a skill we've developed over time isn't it that's and and it's a really difficult skill to get to get to grips with um and i just feel like this whole solution this (coughs) at least is going to give you the bare bones at least going to give your staff the opportunity to start learning those core skills quicker and simpler and easier because going to help them in that whole process and i find that super you know impressive and and i feel like that's going to be where the the main thing is and also for me i feel like once it's kind of got that email chain kind of sorted out like what else can it do yeah you got the idea there of it knowing that someone else has already sent an email so if you're about to email a client imagine the first thing it says is i know you've just spoken to so and so but you know bring that sort of context in um you're about to type an email out asking for a bank statement. It goes, whoa, 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 whoa. No, we've already had that. That was here. You know, yeah. that's where the AI can be really important for us. And it, it helps us in a wider context, especially in a remote working environment like you're you, you in. You know, the, you know, it's really easy for us to accidentally go and ask for a bank statement of a client when, you know, Jenny's from, from your other, other office has already asked for it, you know having AI or something like that to, to, to prevent those little things. I think it's really, really powerful. Um, I saw other um, examples of it um, being kind of mooted around of the idea that if a client sends you in just um, a load of documents, they're not going to sit there naming those documents for you, are they? You know, the first thing they do, how many times you had a, a document come in, it's image six, five, seven, two, two, yeah. seven, eight, nine. Um, and just the idea that the AI could read that document, put some context to it, maybe even file it in the right place for you already because it knows that that document needs to go here and everything else. Or if they're sending you a document and it's to extract some data like a UTR number, the AI could extract that for you. We're a long way down the road from that, but that's the end goal, isn't it? That's yeah. where we're, we're coming into. And it it becomes a really you know powerful tool if that's what we're going to go into. Um, what, what do you think? What do you think is... You say we're a long way down the road from that, but... Look at how far we've come in 12 months. Like, it's a phenomenal amount of progress. So, you know, as you said earlier, like over the weekend, I had to play with chat GTP, GPT yeah. and I asked it a question. And I, basically I said, you're, in a, you're at a conference speaking to accountants and bookkeepers about the importance of supply, supporting clients through economic challenges. Tell me how we can do this while using tools such as QuickBooks. So I put that in, and it basically, in seconds, spat out the framework for my whole session that I've already planned for this week at QuickBooks, and is similar to a session I planned back in March for QuickBooks Connect. Like, it just spat it out. So I'm there. I've now got a framework. Within 15 minutes, I've got a framework. I've filled it out, and then Grammarly's kicking in and telling me this is five out of five for inspirational tone. This is four out of five for confidence, etc. And it's like, cool. It sounds like I've got a good presentation ready to go. Yeah. In 15 minutes, which would have taken an hour or two to write originally. Um, so yeah, it is incredibly powerful. Now, in regards to security, that is obviously a, a concern. So you know, disclaimer, do not start putting in client personal details into chat GT, GPT or any other AI tool at this moment in time. Uh, interestingly, Carbon made a really big point of security of client data when they did their video about their AI this week. So they're using Microsoft as their AI tool. Um, and they are, you know, they were saying, we're looking after your security, blah, blah, blah. But for now, if we're putting in non-specific data like a list of numbers or whatever we're putting in there then that's fine 
but don't start putting in personal details that you don't want the system to know about, basically, because that system's always learning. You know, that there is a reason Jack, Chat GTP4, I think is the latest one, yeah. has been stopped from looking at the internet from 2021 onwards because they don't want it to have anything too new and relevant in it because it's learning too quickly. Um, so, yeah, there is a security element there that we need to look at and be aware of as firm owners. And if we're going to start sticking client information in there, once we know it's secure, we also need to look at our privacy policies and our GDPR documents and make sure that we are stating what's going where. So, for example, if I was to use the Carbon AI tool, I would need to update my privacy policy to let it know that, to let my customers know that we are processing data through servers in the US because they've not got AI servers in Europe at this moment in time. So that's something for us to be aware of. And just remember the, the, the less exciting side of things, shall we say. Um, but yeah, I think if I've got AI helping me summarize things, so you know, I put some articles through AI last night to help summarize them so I didn't have to read a whole article. And for the most part, it got all, all the important information there. It was quite interesting. And it it's a really powerful tool that up until now I've been watching and listening about, but I've always felt it's more for your copywriters, your bloggers, your podcasters who need to summarize articles quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've not really worked out until recently how we could start seeing it implement into uh, the accounting industry. You know, I, I have seen some people going, oh, I put these numbers through and it didn't understand. Well, it, the chat GTP tool is a word AI. It's a conversational AI. It's not a mathematics AI, so it won't understand numbers. And if it does, it's doing exceptionally well. Um, so you can't ask it to calculate tax or propose the best tax solution for someone because A, it's not a number-based algorithm and B, it's not got the most relevant tax rules in because it shuts off from the internet at 2021. Um, so we have to be careful and make sure it's, it is able of doing what we want it to do. But summarising emails, rewriting an email, you know, We've all had those days where a client has sent in a really snotty email and nine out of 10 times, it's an email, it's their fault, not ours, and they're just passing the book. It's so easy to have that emotional email response go out to that client. Yep, yep. Whereas if you type that out and then put it through chat GTP, say, rewrite this email in a fair and professional manner, it can do that for you. So it does take out that risk of human emotion that you may not always want to have in the email. Um, so, yeah, it, I think it's going to be a very revolutionary tool that's going to come into our firms. You know, we're, I've been using it for the last few days in various formats, and I've really enjoyed using it. At Client Engager, we have been kind of very loosely talking about opportunities it could bring in and how it could work um part of the challenge is not knowing is that their pricing structure is still very young for using mm -hmm. software so you kind of have to work out what's the worst case scenario or do we let it settle down a bit more then establish our pricing a bit more before we plug into a tool um but yeah it's it's a phenomenal opportunity for any software providing you are cloud-based software you know like i think companies like say tax calc will struggle so if i if kpm wanted to pick, plug into the ai tool to help give a summary covering note of a set of accounts or a initial review of a set of accounts that may be just to help tr trigger some thoughts for the accountant that's compiling them um great it can do that but if you're using tax account that's not technically got links into the it's not based in the cloud it could struggle more so they've got a disadvantage there yeah um but yeah like 
you know, Charlie on um, QuickBooks Labs last week was saying that it's now power, the, the tool, right tool is now powered by AI and it helps spot some basic areas that you might want to focus on as an accountant. Like there's no sales data here. There's no, you know, the number of times that that would have actually helped in my firm and it would made me go, well, why isn't there? Where sometimes you're a bit blind to the numbers. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's a phenomenally exciting opportunity for the industry, and I think going back to your point about, you know, oh, is it devaluing our service or something? We had the same debates about OCR technology, yeah, and Dex yep. and auto entry, and well, that's what they're paying me to do is enter that information, whereas now actually they're paying you to do something more valuable for them which means you can charge more for that because there's more perceived value in it. Whilst Dext or auto entry behind the scenes plugging away the data, chat GTP and AI in general is going to do the same thing for us in that. Do they want me to sit there writing a small paragraph for 10 minutes about this report? Or do they want me to use the AI tool that SIF analytics have just built in to do that for me so I can spend more time with them in that meeting? I know where the better value perception is. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be an exciting tool. Uh, we've got some comments come in from Paul. So good morning, Paul. Nice morning, of you Paul. to join us. Um, AI is an evolutionary evolution of the spell checker. You wouldn't send an email without spell checking it. AI takes it to the next level. Yeah, completely agree. It's that it helps score the confidence and the professionalism, etc. Um, it helps, as I say, reword to meet those requirements. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's also a great learning tool. We've been using kind of AI for such a long time, haven't we? I, I don't know many people who don't lean on Grammarly. It's just a, it's, because that's what we've been told. And it's the best spell checker there's ever been. And it's, yeah. you know, it, it takes spell checking that a little bit more. Well, that is AI. That has been AI for the past X amount of years, however long it's been going. And even they've now, supercharged it haven't they with gt chat gtp capability yeah. now so you know to paul's point there like that we've been using it for such a long time just not knowing it haven't we yeah definitely yeah it's spell checker is ai Z using ziri on your ipad and alexa and it heard me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, using those tools on your phones and um, iPads and stuff, that's AI. It's just a very crude version of AI. It is very much like the cavemen of, of us today. Yeah. We just develop AI at a lot quicker pace. Um, you know, and the big boys are still to enter this market properly. The Googles, the Microsofts. I mean, can you imagine what Apple could do with AI? Like, they're still getting into this market and still seeing what people like Chat GTP, GPT, and stuff are doing. So it could be phenomenally powerful. So, I mean, if we look at all the providers at Accountex, so we already know practice management is look. They, some of these companies are looking at Carbon and Pixie. They've got a head start on it. Fantastic. Really pleased for them. And, you know, I posted on LinkedIn this weekend how excited I am that established tech firms in our industry are embracing this so early. Because let's face it, historically, accounting has been a bit of a slow adopter of new tech. Yeah. So I think it, it marks and shows a real change in attitude towards technology in our industry, which I'm really excited about. We know QuickBooks is looking at ideas of how they could implement it. SIF Analytics, I know they've got like a AI tool that will help review documents. What else? Where else in our industry do you think AI could play a really good role going forwards? That maybe they're not even looking at it now. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I think you're right. Like QBO is definitely already like in advance talks about the next steps and everything else. But you got to remember, they've already been using it. The VAT error checker is, again, a form of AI. It is just 
looking at the data and, and the idea that the error checker could be supercharged with, you know, with AI being brought in. Um, if you remember, they kind of shown off their little their little chat box a while back where you could ask it questions and it comes through. It it didn't really take off, but that that's where you could see it in that kind of format, couldn't you? I think for me though, like you know, outside of your typical practice management solution, we've still got, um, you've already said it about Microsoft and everything else and, and our day-to-day tools. I, I still feel like there's a lot more that could be done there. I know they show some of it off, the idea that you could you could have had a meeting on Teams, for example, and it's going to look at that meeting, give you a summary of it if you weren't able to arrive, or it's automatically going to do tasks for you if you say you're going to deliver this by so-and-so date, or you're going to call this client and and get the answer from them. Like that, Those sort of ideas, I think, are going to become part and parcel of it. And because it's built by, like you said, the big boys, Microsoft and everything else, I feel like that's just something that will just, just slot into place for us. What I would love to see this technology really come into play is the people like swoop and down that sort of route. And when it comes to finding grants and looking at uh, 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 opportunities to borrow money and everything else, if we can really leverage the data from there in, into these things, that's going to make our whole solution, our whole service so much more uh, beneficial for our clients. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to things like swoop, which is all about trying to get the right funding or get the right borrowings or, you know, basically make our clients more financially beneficial and, and get them more, more more cash rich basically well at the moment the biggest thing holding us back from delivering that service is us like we're, we're the we're the barrier to entry aren't we yeah we've yep. got to learn how to like what where, what the what the warning signs we've got to learn for what grants could be available we've got to learn and, and it's a constant learning exercise for us right we and, and it changes so much that's why there are specialists that's why there's people like swoop out there who do an amazing job at like providing us the tools and providing us the solutions, but still is always going to be ended up or the, the barrier is always going to be us, right? Yep. So I feel like if there's an opportunity for AI to come in and, and, and get rid of that barrier, then that's good for everyone. Yeah, that, that gives everyone a better opportunity. That means you're going to have clients who you may never even have thought of, of, you know, having opportunities and, 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 been presented those opportunities all automatically via ai by you know being said oh there was this grant available for you that you because you're doing xyz we saw this in you know whatever it's going to be suddenly those 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 little bits that that could have been missed are going to be found again and i feel like that could be an absolute game changer for us um i do feel like you know we've got to find ways we've always talked about this ecosystem and and finding ways that everything can talk to one another and yeah for automation it's great that if your crm solution and your practice management solution your account solution can all talk to whoever it's it's a nice fuzzy feeling when you you know as we just said like you update your accounts and they automatically get updated in your practice management or you know you say in in teams for example you you message someone um and and you know you could update your practice management solution that way but if AI was involved, if you send a Teams message over to someone saying, "Oh, I've just started this job," um, or you know, I, "I've just um, I'm, I've just sent this over for a review," if that could then tell your practice management solution that that that's gone for review and automatically update the stage for you, again, we're we're, we're helping you know a problem that we have at the moment where, as good as these solutions are, like client engagement made some great strides in this area, but it's still relies on human interaction doesn't it and it's yep. you know we're the we're the problem with most of these solutions and we always will be if we can eliminate us as the blockers i think that's where for me the ai becomes really really powerful and and, and you know that's where we can see some great opportunities for us to help more clients and ultimately be more efficient as well yeah no i completely agree um i think there's one of the biggest blockers i think we've had as accountants and bookkeepers in marketing is our you know we're told we should do a blog a week on yep. on our website we've got to do all this content generating that's quite a challenge but that's actually true. if ai can help us create some of that content and just create the framework and stuff then amazing so i was looking at this last night and i could take if i took the example of that session that ai developed the framework for me for and ai develops the framework I then fatten it up a bit, 
and reword it in places. I check that through Grammarly to see how that script looks. Is it coming across in the right areas I want it to? If I then put that into, I then record that as a video. I can then put into a software, into an AI tool called Gling, G-L-I-N-G, which then gives me, it does the first edit of the video. So it gets rid of all the silences, any of the do-over bits, gets rid of all of that. So actually, it's going to save me even more time. And then we've got, there's already AI powering things like scheduling tools that go, for this type of content, you're best off publishing it at this time on this day, because that's when the people that interact with this are normally all online. Mm. Like, all of a sudden, marketing becomes less of a challenge. It becomes less time consuming for the firm owners. It's that barrier to entry gets reduced, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's the the opportunities in AI are phenomenal. It just takes us being open to them, I think, which we're not always great at in our industry. But I get the feeling the majority of people that attend things like Accountex are more open to those changes and tools than the rest of the industry. So it's the right place for these announcements to be made. And isn't it such an uh, easy thing to demo as well? Like one of the problems that that we have in our industry is a lot of the times it's very difficult to, you know, create something that's, that's a wow factor that we can, you know, put in front of a stage or put in front of a stand or put a fancy video together for. Um, you know, we've seen, like, we geek out over it. We're, we're, we're the, you know, the, five percent one percent or whatever it is of the industry that that you know <laughs> quickbooks puts a new button in and we all go wow oh, wonderful yeah we're not the target audience for that normally are we like but this sort of thing i can't imagine any accountant not not at least going okay you've got my attention now tell me a bit more yeah, yeah? and and i think that's important as well isn't it if anything this could drive more people to these sort of events because you know it's that idea where you know, we go down to the pub or whatever and we talk to a, another practice manager and you should have seen this at Accountex. It's just, wow, it, you know, this this demo they showed, they showed us doing X, Y, Z and it, I, I, I've never seen anything like it. And then that's how that conversation starts, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And as you say, it's one of those that is so easy to demonstrate and it is a plug and go from implementation point of view in your practice as well. Yeah. yeah, there's no linking of APIs or anything like that. It's just a press this button to re- get a small review of your accounts or whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, we've had a few more comments come in. So um, Paul said, I love chat, G- chat, chat GPT regenerate feature to help word things in different ways. You know, I'm, I've already found this really helpful just this weekend because – what I did is I put the same sentence through chat GT, GPT a couple of times and each time you get a slightly different answer. Yeah. And then I said, Oh, I want this one to be confident and this one to be inspiring and whatever. And it came in. So I actually took two or three examples and just copied and pasted the bits I really liked. And for someone that's dyslexic, like I am, that's a huge tool, hugely important and beneficial tool and it actually saved me so much time and gave me confidence in my writing that it was phenomenal. Um, so, yeah, this the ability to reword things is phenomenal. Um, AJ has put, put in that he was really impressed with the script that he wrote for me over the weekend. Yeah, like from one sentence, that was the first time I put that sentence in and it spat that out. And it's like, actually, this is good. Or I'm really, I write really, really basic presentations and a machine could have done it for me. <laughs> we'll let the audience be the judge. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's a really powerful tool. I'm, I'm really excited about what this one can do for our industry. And it's been a while since I've seen a tool or a concept come in and go, yeah, this, this could be a game changer for us. Yeah. Like, it's like the calculator coming in, isn't it? <laughs> so, it is. I mean, again, like just harping on the practice management side of things, like think of the power. We, we're all about automation, aren't we? We all want to try and make it as easy and powerful for clients. But 
Sometimes clients can see through that. If they keep getting the same message being sent to them time and time again, it loses the impact, right? Well, if we've got this tool that's rewording that message every time it goes out, slightly different, bit more humanized, whatever tone we want to put there, well, it's going to make it more engaging for the client. They're not going to get the same message of, please update this or please send this in. It's, you know, they could put context that they can send that out. And that's where I really do feel like, you know, that's the next stage, right? Like we're going to be able to make it so that we can automate things, but automate things almost in a scarily human way. And that's, you know, that's, that's where it's going to come into. And yeah, I, I, again, we've seen it played around with, with chat boxes and stuff like that. And they're great and they'll always be useful. And, you know, it'll become a point where every accounting firm is going to have to have a chat box and it's all going to be connected by this. You know, we can see it, can't you, as a, as a way to stay competitive. Timworks are working on that. So yeah. Timworks are working on this whole chat GPT option. And, you know, if I went, if a client went to my website or their client portal, they could go in and say, oh, what's my UTR number? Here you go. What uh, can you give me? Can you find me the last set of my accounts? Here you go. Like that's without interrupting us on our daily routine. Self-service, isn't it? The AI tool does it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's exciting and interesting and i think overall it's going to be the theme of the account text this year and i wonder what the ones who aren't talking about ai i wonder if they're a little bit nervous i think you know like like you guys new to the block like we you've already said you're you're openly looking into it but it's probably a bit too soon for you now but the more established practice management solutions if they don't have ai ready to show account text could that be like that massively detrimental to them? Is it too soon now? Do they get a pass this year? But if it's not next year, are they in trouble? Is it? Are we really looking at that sort of revolutionary in your eyes? I think we almost are. You know, with within practice management, definitely. Like QuickBooks is talking about AI. Sage and Zero don't seem to be. I think Sage and Zero have probably got another year or two to worry about it before it becomes a defining feature that, well, you weren't there when, you know, QuickBooks is ahead of you because they've now got AI. In practice management terms, yeah, I mean, client engager, new boy on the block. We, we've got other priorities than AI at the moment. We've got other yeah. things we need to do to de- catch up with the rest of the, of the industry as a whole feature wise so you know we still need to finish off our automated emails we still need to finish off our forms feature you know we've got things we want to do before we feel like we are on a level with our competition however so you know yes we're looking at ai and we're we're talking it's very loosey-goosey like oh could we do this could we do that we're not got any plans for it it is just uh the coffee room conversation as it were However, for the bigger boys that are more established, I do wonder if Pixie and Carbon have got the jump on the likes of Accountancy Manager. And I do wonder if by doing AI, does this give, is this a kind of one of the final nails in the coffin for those all-in-one solutions? So TaxCalc has got a practice management tool. NOMI has got a practice management tool. KPM's got a practice management tool. They're not best in class. They're okay if that's what you want to use. But at what point does AI become like this, you know, like email integration? That became a minimum standard of practice management tool. Automated emails became a minimum standard. You know, accountancy manager led the way for years for that. At what point does AI become a minimum standard in practice management? I think it's going to become a minimum standard in practice management a lot quicker than it will in general ledger softwares. I think it will come a minimum standard in reporting softwares before it becomes a minimum standard in general ledger softwares. But yeah, so I think practice management will will, end up, will embrace it first, followed by reporting tools. People like Sif Analytics are already over, all over this. They've already got yeah, solutions yeah. out there. And it's impressive as well, isn't it? It's yeah. 
Wonderful, yeah, yeah. wonderful speech. So, yeah, I, I do think Pixie and Carbon have set themselves up really nicely by saying, yeah, we're ready with, we're ready, to, or we're, we're getting ready to launch Chat GTP. Now, I don't know when these guys are launching it. You know, there's no reference to dates. Yeah. Um, you know, it would make sense that Pixie launched their chat, their co-pilot tool, as they're calling it, um, which I think is about, is that the same name Microsoft are using for theirs as co-pilot? Yes, I, I keep seeing that, yeah. But it's it's leveraging the same tech. Oh, no, that's Carbon, isn't it? Like, Carbon's using the same tech. But, yeah. I mean, they're right. It is a co-pilot. They're there to pick up some of the slack for you while you pilot your ship, as it were, or your plane. Um it would make sense that Pixie launched Copilot at the same time as them launching Pixie 2.0. Can Carbon, I don't know when they're going to launch their AI. They're very good at doing these videos of this is what it's going to do and how it's going to look. And they did the same with like the calendar integration, but then it took quite a long time for that actually to become yeah. public use. Um, so, yeah, I, it's great that we're talking about it. It's great that practice management tools have come up with use cases for it and how it can improve day-to-day -day use of the software. And I'm excited to see it in action. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do think if accountancy manager aren't talking AI in the next six months, they could be outdated very quickly. And that's scary to think, isn't it? Like that's how quick the progression is nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we are quick at Client Engager to adopt and roll out new features. Whether we do that with AI or not, a different matter. But if this, if AI has literally kind of come onto the scene, what, in the last 12 months? And tools like Pixie and Carbon are rolling it out in the next six months before Accountancy Manager, I mean, I'd say Centre, but Iris Elements, for example even talk about or look at it, then they've got a hell of a head Unlikely, start. Unlikely, isn't it? <laughs> Let's be yeah. honest. You know, they've got a hell of a head start and they've got what it's not a gimmick. Yeah. I don't I don't think AI is a gimmick for practice management tool. I think it offers true value to the solution and to the user. And that's what makes it dangerous to the likes of accountancy manager. Is it's not, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a gimmick. It's not like, you know, whatever feature you want to come up with that, you know, whether it's a Kanban view versus list or, or whatever you want to say, it like, oh, that's, it's, you know, it's more of a gimmick. It doesn't really bring any value or whatever. Or it's it is. user preference over. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Like, integrating into QuickBooks your practice management tool to bring in invoicing and stuff. Not the, It's more the minority that will use that than the majority. It's a nice to have, but it's not a deal breaker. That's certainly the reaction we're getting is it's nice to have zero built into you, but it's not a deal breaker. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I think AI is going to become a deal breaker. Is that right? What AI have you got? Yeah. None. Mm, How strong? Right. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. go and look at the others then that have got it. I think it's going to be a conversation every yeah. in every demo going forwards. I think that's right, and I think you know just just one point there about the you know the general ledgers. So obviously QuickBooks, we know. I I, I can't imagine Sage are if they're not looking, they're looking to buy someone because <laughs> that's yeah. Sage's way, isn't it? Right. So every confidence that that's gonna that's gonna happen at some point. I really feel for zero at the moment. They're going through a bad 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 patch and they don't have well if you, you if you look at the numbers and you look at the everything that's going on all the news they don't seem to have a much cash floating around at this point in time and it all you got a bit dark mate yeah <laughs> and it almost feels like um like from from you know from from zero's point of view this could be a really difficult position for them because they're gonna have to invest to keep up that that's as, as yeah. simple as that like I do feel like as soon as you know QuickBooks, Sage, they start showing how AI can improve there, because I, I generally feel this is for the end user more than anything else. As an accountant, it'd be great. Yeah, we'll we'll get those reporting requirements. We'll get all those bits in there. But for the end user, the AI capabilities that could help for them, 
this is a game changer when it's implemented. And if Zero can't implement that fast enough and quick enough, then they're going to be in real trouble. So I do, I hope for them because we we've said it many a time. Like, yeah, okay, we joke around. It's you know we're quick books through and through, but we need Zero there as well, don't we? Like, we need that innovation. We need them pushing. They may come to oh. to, to the, they may bring something else to the table about AI. Look at the practice management space. Yeah, exactly. There's a reason exactly. AI has been pushed by Pixie and Carbon. That's because it was getting a bit stale. Yeah. Like everyone had the same features in a way, one way or another. There wasn't any real innovation in the space. Like accountancy manager re, were redoing time their time module. Mm. Carbon have just launched their time module. Yet the industry, the accounting industry as a whole, is moving away from billing by the hour. You know, accountancy managers' biggest innovation was their workflows. And they've done that because everyone else has already got it. So what was next? And Andy and I had that conversation a couple of weeks ago of what's next after all this? Like, we're knocking out loads of updates, but what, what is next for us? And now we know what's next. We need to look at AI. We need to look at how Pixie and Carbon are embracing this and the use cases and come up with our own use cases as well. Um, because I think it's going to become a minimum standard, a minimum expectation that practice management has it. But that's great because it inspires development. It inspires new features. You know, Pixie and Carbon have been first to the market with AI. Congratulations to them. Huge respect for that. But it gives accountancy manager time to go look and go, hmm, they're using it in these use cases. We think that's great, but we've also got these use cases in mind. And you play constant playing leapfrog and one-upmanship. And that's that is what as accountants we need from our software providers. We need that competition to ensure we are getting the best products and the best features and best developments for our own practice. Otherwise, we end up with general ledger software of the 1990s where there was no one else on the game. Sage didn't move forwards, they maintained their position. And because there was no competition, there was no development and inspiration and develop, uh, improvements on what we had. It was only when Zero and QuickBooks came to the market that all of a sudden we've seen this huge push on new features and innovation, which has been the revitalizing of the industry that we needed. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, yeah well and you said we might not have time to go uh, we might run out of topics again didn't you you say that every week I mean, we've just spent 50 minutes talking about ai um you've been playing with a new tool haven't you i certainly have yeah so i'll let yes. you uh, take the lead on this yeah so for anyone who doesn't know there is a new kid on the block translucent we've been talking about them in the past more so than anything we were excited about is who's on board so we've got x0 x dext from from memory um, I can't remember exactly who was on, on board, but literally we've got, it, it seems like if you were going to put on paper a brand new app and you were going to bring on the people on board, this was the, you know, this was going to be the app. Yeah, exactly. You'd, you'd, you'd pick up, this is almost like the super band of, um, of, uh, of, of uh, app development. Um, called Translucent, the whole idea is it's all about multi-entity um, uh, prop companies. So if you've got more than one company within a group, and especially that the whole premise on this is that if you are using different FMS, as we like to call them now, financial management solutions, uh, bookkeeping solutions to me and you. Um, but basically, if you have uh, different ones, uh, different solutions, and you could connect it and seamlessly put this together, that's their end goal. Um, they announced, what was it, six months ago, I believe it was, um, or maybe even shorter than that. But basically, they've, they're going to be rolling out their, their solution in stages. Um, they're connecting to zero that EV, which we don't know who that is, extra M Y O B Oracle, Penny Lane, QuickBooks, and Sage. So definitely the features or the solutions that we're excited about using. And the idea is that you add all these together. If you've got multiple companies, you'll put it all into translucent platform, and then you can do um live sheets, group reporting, buy analytics, financial close, and what they've released early now or they released yesterday should i say uh was the search functionality i was playing around with it yesterday and in premise what you do is you connect all your companies up as i said there unfortunately it's only zero at the moment but the rest will come later down the line 
So at the moment, you can add multiple zero companies to Translucent, and then you can use the search functionality to try and find it. So, you know, even in our practice, this is really powerful because we have a practice where we have multiple different entities. We have a, an IT department or an IT business and we have uh, HR and there's all sorts of, uh, of things. And we've had it in the past where a client may come into our main email account and we all see it and we're like, who's that client from? Because that's not a Boffix client. Oh, that's one of the you know IT clients, for example. And we just have no idea what about about that, that, that they've just taken on or whatever it's going to be. Um, and this search functionality means that you could just quickly bring up Translucent, put the search, and up will pop all the data. And so far, it's really impressive. Like, you know, it seems simple. It seems straightforward. But what they've definitely done is they've gone for that really easy to use. None of this having to jump through hoops to get all the data in and everything else. And just a really slick solution so far. So, yeah, early days for it. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk about it in future um as accountants in, in going forward especially when they start putting some of these extra functionalities in but yeah it's looking good it's looking uh looking interesting to see so thumbs up so far keep an eye out on it um i've got a video due in the next couple of weeks whenever whenever it comes through so you can have a look at it in a little bit more detail but yeah definitely something to keep an eye on so yeah looking good uh, see, see we've had some messages come through as i've been talking yep so uh Kirsty is looking forward to seeing us both at Accountex. She's got a series of questions for Client Engager, so I will catch up with her and answer all of those for her. Um, if I don't, Andy or Peter will, I'm sure. Um, yeah, so I mean, that is bringing us to the end. I mean, I won't ask you what you've got coming up this, this week, Aaron, because we both know what's coming up. I think all the audience know what's coming up now. It is Accountex, and we will be there both days. Um, we will be wandering around filming. We've got our live Ask the Accountant podcast on at four o'clock on Wednesday. So come and see us for that. Um, we'll be taking loads of questions from the audience. And the topic is going to be the uh, running the future accounting firms um, yeah. or accounting firms of the future, building them type thing. Don't um, change the topic now. <laughs> no, we'll get told off by accountants. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so join us for that make sure you come up and say hello. It's always great to hear feedback from people about the show and uh, stuff like that. Oh, Kirsty's got the right questions again. Uh, what party will we be at? I believe we are at the ignition party. Is that correct, Aaron? We've had to turn parties down, you know, we have had to turn invites down. One thing I would say, just to, just to put it out there, like this, like Accountex is a special event for anyone who's not going, please look at looking to get yourself down there for one of the two days. If it wasn't for Accountex, this very podcast wouldn't exist. Like that's that's how important it is. It's about building a network. You will you will walk away with then meeting new friends, new acquaintances, whatever you want to call them. Um, and it's really really important. But yeah, we had to turn parties down this year because they just wanted us the accountant to be there, didn't they? It was yep. <laughs> be there. But no, uh, yeah, you're right. Ignition, which is at the Fox, is it is the, the Fox? Yeah, yeah, which is You'll the easiest find me one to outside find. because I can hear people that way. It gets yeah. too hot and too loud inside for me. I'm an old man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we'll be there in the evening at the Fox. Um, but yeah, it, it's just a fantastic two days. Even if you're not planning on going at the moment, if you realise you've got a good half day, three quarters of a day, even a full day that's actually quite quiet on the Wednesday or the Thursday, it's definitely worth jumping on the, the train and going into it if you can. You know, I'm, I'm going down on Tuesday. I'll be going back on Friday because it's such a long trip from Edinburgh, but it's such a worthwhile two days to go network software providers. It's so informative, so many great sessions. Um, so yeah. And of course you can get to come and meet Aaron and myself. We will be taking feedback on board. We'll be interviewing people. We are going to be going around trying to get all the latest updates from all the software providers to bring you. Um, so yeah, we're going to be busy if nothing else yeah we, we may even have a social takeover to look after so more on that when it there is a rumor of this isn't there mm -hmm. there's a rumor as the accountant will be taking over let's call it a major software providers what damage uh, can no. <laughs> um social media channels for both days which is very exciting so be invited to be to do stuff like that so 
Yeah, and who knows what will come out of Accountex 2023. Last time we went to Accountex, this happened. So <laughs> who knows what else will happen? Um, but yeah. Who else well, do I invite to QuickBooks Labs? Yeah. <laughs> on, on that note, guys, we have just ticked over the one hour mark. So we will say thank you very much for everyone that tuned in this morning on the Bank Holiday Monday. And we look forward to hopefully seeing loads of you this week. Failing that, we will be live at four o'clock on uh, Wednesday afternoon on all our social media channels, providing it all works properly. And failing that, we will be live on all our social media channels next Monday with our review of Accountex 2023. So that is goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Thank Don't you, guys. Be a stranger. See you all. Bye. Bye-bye. Enjoy Accountex.